Hey there, beautiful people. It's Tony here, and it's another episode of Miss Peace Speaks Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. It's been super busy for me the past week, and what I've been doing basically is trying to make the podcast very accessible to everybody. So I've been working on getting the podcast on multiple platforms. So right now we're on 12 platforms, and so that's why I've been slacking sort of I'm the only one allowed to say that but thanks to everybody that reached out to me to say something about me not putting out an episode last week thank you guys for being so in tune and staying in touch with the podcast um, today I'd like to speak on something that has been going around flying etiquette <laughs> that's what I'm talking about today so sit back and enjoy. So today's um, commentary is just going to be very simple. Um, I really don't want to dwell in or really go into the topic, but what I would say is ignorance is not bliss when it comes to rape. Let everyone equip themselves or get themselves familiar with rape culture. There's a lot of things that are being said by a lot of people making me lose respect for them because of how they approach or how they see rape. So um, I would just say, get yourself familiar with the rape culture, understand consent, understand what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable, and then go from there. Don't start learning about it when you or a loved one becomes a victim of it you can learn what it is and then impart this on the younger generations so that way we have less of issues like this going on in the society all right so now to today's episode so um you're gonna hear me mention a few names so i'm just gonna go over the people before I go into it. So, um, Mr. Tonya Cole is um, co-founder of Sahara Group. Sahara Group is an energy conglomerate with operations in West Africa and East Africa, mostly Nigeria. Um, he is a politician and a minister in Reading Christian Church of God. Now, Wale Shoyinka it's oh no, Tanya Cole is 52 years old. Walesha Inka is 84. Uh, he is a playwright, poet, essayist, is a Nobel Prize winner in literature. And he was the first African to be honored in that category. Um, he's a big deal. All right, so. Last week, it was all over social media where Mr. Tonya Cole posted on his Instagram and Facebook, and the post says, Met one of the greatest Nigerians walking the earth today, and as with other times, he's genteel, witty, forthright, and humble. My smile gives me away as he permitted the picture, whereas he would have Prefer to get back to his newspapers. Then we boarded the flight, and after assisting him with his bags, he took the window seat and promptly started reading again. Few minutes later, this young man, baseball cap, t-shirt to show his 
muscle, chest, and tattered biceps, boards the plane and tells Prof he's on his seat, which he was. Those of us, including the cabin crew, try to convince and try to reason with Bobo Fine to let the old man be, but the chap refused. He insisted Prof should vacate his window seat, which the old man quietly did for his original aisle seat next to him. I couldn't understand how we got to this point where we no longer have respect for elders, even elders, even if we're so even even if are so ignorant of the great global personalities in our midst, is it too much to ask that an elderly man be allowed to remain in a seat allotted to you in the same business class cabin and the same room? Now wow. Now this is what Mr. Tonya posted then he posted a picture from his own window seat <laughs> that was adjacent to theirs. Yeah. yeah, he posted it from his own window seat, which he could have just swapped his seat with the prof, as that was the issue here. So now, this is my take on the whole issue now. Um, if I were in the same situation, will I give up my seat? Yeah, uh, I'm not big on window seats. Um, the only thing I'm very particular about is being in the middle seat. I do not like middle seats, so they don't have that in business class. Now, how I look at it is flying business class is a luxury, in my opinion. And if I'm paying for a certain luxury, I'd like to get it in the capacity that I've paid for. So I can't, I can't be bothered if you were old or young, I'm sorry. You should have, oh, well, I, how I look at it is maybe he booked his flight late. That was the only available seat. Cool. But I'm not, it's out of the goodness of my heart that I would change the seat. It's not like it's something that is required of me to do. Like I paid for my seats. It's not a big deal. Now, would I give up my seat? Yes. But this is not an issue. Um, I also have a problem with how Mr. Tanya described the guy in the baseball hat. You know, like, oh, muscle chest, tattooed biceps. That's not the issue here. You're concerned about the guy not giving up the seat. Now, another thing I had a problem with is the professor sitting in the young man's seat before he got there. Like, personally, I would have liked for him to be in his own seat and then be like, hey, do you mind if I stay in your seat? And then see if the young man will let him stay. That's how I looked at it when I saw the whole situation. But, you know, it caused a whole lot of noise on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It was funny, some of the things that were being said. But I just went on to look like, what really are the rules for switching seats on a plane? Like, what is the what is flying etiquette? How how does it work? Are there written rules? Are there unwritten rules? So I found this article online. Um, I found it on medium.com. The article is titled Rules for Switching Seats on an Airplane. And it's written by Sarah Knight. It was published on March 22nd, 2017. So it has about four rules, and um, most of the rules are broken down. 
on um broken down into different parts so rule number one <clears throat> if it's if the flight is not full you may move your seat after you ask a flight attendant to point out unclaimed seats and receive his or her permission to swap you don't get to just sit wherever you want this is a ticket at travel air travel not some free indigo girls concert in central fucking park if the flight is full, please observe the following additional rules. And now, um, before I go in, this article is really funny. Like, I breezed through and I was laughing. Like, I didn't go in deep, but I was like, oh my God, this is funny. But yeah, I just thought to share with you since a lot of people were trying to figure out, well, is it like a moral thing or is it like an unwritten rule? But this was just a funny read for me and I just thought to share it with you guys. Uh, in regards to um, unclaimed seat, I think I experienced that on my trip when I was coming back from Lagos. I, I had a middle seat, and like I said, I hate middle seats, especially when you're sitting in the middle of people that just like to talk. Like some people just want to talk to you. No, I don't want to talk to you. Go away. But yeah, I had asked the attendant, and then they're like, oh, they'll let me know when everybody when they close the doors and then when they close I actually forgot that I asked for the seat and then the attendant was like hey girl do you want to sit right there it's empty so I had two empty seats I sat there it was a direct flight from Lagos to Atlanta but whew, it was the best 10 hours flying economy <laughs> that I've had so rule number two you may switch seats with another person if and only if. A, you really need to sit with your travel companion, perhaps your baby or a translator or a conjoined twins. If you're one half of a couple who wishes to make out for the duration of the flight, you may not switch seats with anyone. No hands in the bathroom either. There is a line out there, you inconsiderate twerps. There is nothing more annoying than when you are trying to use the bathroom on the plane and then you're just waiting and then someone is there wasting time. You know the person is not doing anything, but then the person is just there for the longest. It's so annoying. Yeah. But yeah, so usually I don't even get it why couples don't plan their flights such that they get sit side by side. Like, I don't know how. And just wait before you get on board and ask them at the gate before you come in. They're going to try to find a way to get both of you to sit together. Like, that is just common sense and simple. All right. You may switch your seats with another person if and only if, B, you have an extremely tight connection and are hoping to get closer to the front of the plane for ease in the boarding. No, you're probably not the only one buckle so simmer down and let the flight attendants help you work it out yep this is true a lot of people they're like oh i'm moving to now they oof there's nothing more annoying than when the flight just like the plane lands and then people from the back just try rushing all the way to the front like fam there's you go seat by seat we're going out the same place just calm down that thing upsets me gosh but yeah Anyways, you may switch seats with another person if and only if C, you are the chaperone of a large group of traveling students. In this case, you are morally obliged to switch your seats with one that is located in the midst of your charges. 
Rule number three, after you've determined whether you're eligible to switch switch seats, a strict protocol should be followed. A, it is a one-on-one trade. If you have an aisle seat, you need to find another human with an aisle seat in a different role who is willing to switch with you. Next protocol to be taken after you've determined that you are eligible to switch seats is do not stand in the aisle about seat switching while people are trying to board the plane. Like that is just unacceptable because other people are trying to get on the plane. And then the next one is do not under any circumstance take someone else's seat before you ask. The I'll just sit here and we'll work it later approach is work it out later approach is wrong (laughs) you wouldn't want someone to do that to you so will you do that to someone else like sit in your seat and wait for the person whose seat you want to show up and work it out like adults don't be sneaky about it don't try to pull the whole oh I'm an old man card I'm an old woman card (laughs) or stuff like that all right the next one is do not give away someone else's seat Um, now she has a story there of how she was trying to fly from, um, somewhere to somewhere. And then someone else, some other people on the plane gave out her seat. And then she had to try to explain to the person like, Hey, I really want to be in my seat. The reason why I took this, it was because of this, you know, it really doesn't matter why I picked my seat. I paid for the flight and I went through the... Well, a lot of people don't know that you can pick your seats before your flight. Like, just go online and select your seats. That is simple. You don't even have to worry about it. And rule number four is do not try to switch seats on the plane, period. Like, pick your seat beforehand or just go with the flow. It's that simple. That's about it for this article. But then I found another article that just, like, just picks, like, full unwritten rules of flying and it has 21 that's a lot the first five six is about when and then the first seven <laughs> is about when you're trying to board the plane which is not what we're speaking of number eight is funny it says uh, oh well yeah this one is from the trillist.com it was published June 16, 2017, by Trillis Travel. While rule number eight is the only acceptable place to part on the plane is when you're walking through first class on your way to the coach. I would actually try that because I'm always walking down from first class and saying, go, when? Secretly hitting. But yeah, I'm going to fart next time I'm going through that. So number nine here. Boils down to what led me to do this. It says you are morally obligated to offer to switch seats with someone so someone can sit next to a child or if the person is elderly or they are sick. Otherwise, you have the right to refuse the request to change a seat with someone. Do not recline your seat in economy. Middle seat gets the armrest always and without question. I've always wanted that because... Many times I always push the person in the middle's hand away from the armrest. Now I know. Um, you're allowed to say something to a parent if their child is being obnoxious. 
you're still responsible for yourself when you're asleep. Yep. Don't have stand up when someone needs to get out of the room. Now, with that one, there are some people that just like to get up 100 times. And then I'm not about to get up all the time. Do not grab the back of every seat when you walk down the aisle. Oh, Lord. Someone please tell them. And it always happens whenever I'm sleeping. They grab the seat and then I just wake up. Ugh. Don't get turned. <laughs> Don't freak the F out when there's a turbulence. Don't stick your bare feet out in the aisle. That's disgusting. Like, feet are just gross everywhere. Like, why? If you have to use an air sickness bag, for the love of the travel gods, double bag it. You may not rush to the front and cut people when you're getting off the plane. I said that before. Do not aggressively crowd the belts in baggage claim. So those are all the rules for when you're traveling. And that's about it. Um, so now our website is live. It's www.missbespeakspod.com. The best part about listening on the website is you're able to leave comments, questions, or anything down there. Please be sure to go check out our website. And it's the easiest way to connect. Just hit the Contact Us page. You can see there. there's links to all our social media pages and all of that. Telegram, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. All of that good stuff. It's right there. Apple users, please don't forget to write a review and rate. It's doing me a lot of good. Please, thank you so much. Um, Yeah, that's about it. That's all I have for today. And thank you so much for listening. As always, be loyal to the version of me that you know. And do not judge me by my podcast. Have a good one.